everyone. Welcome to the first podcast of our little podcast, Theater Lab. I am Manuel Alvarez, and I'm here with... Wisdom Murray. Hello, everyone. And before we continue, this is brought to you by NPR's Podcast Challenge College Edition, which is sponsored by the National Public Radio Incorporation, um, which is located in Washington, D.C. at 111 State Capitol, Northeast Washington, D.C. And for today's first episode, we actually wanted to do with something personal, which is an introduction of your co-host. Um, I wisdom in a, in a, I am a director in mm-hmm. theater as well as a writer and a composer. I'm, a composer, yeah. And Manuel? I am an actor or oh, actress. I am a writer and I am everything that will give me a paycheck. <laughs> you know how it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gotta be like that. That's why I have to like like my title is wise like director, actor, writer. Now I'm like I'm whatever. <laughs> Whatever you want me to do, I'm here. <laughs> um, so yeah. I guess the question is kind of like, what does theater mean to you? Like, why do you want to do theater instead of having like a more stable job? Yeah. Why do we do theater? Uh, the, the question I'm sure all of our mothers asked us when we chose this career. Why are you doing you theater? You could have been a lawyer. You could have gone to med school. Yes, <laughs> I could have, but I'm here now. Um, yeah, so why, why do I do theater? For, well, it's different for both of the things I do and I do mostly. Um, so why do I like acting? Uh, I, I actually wasn't that into theater until a couple of years ago. Um, I was going to pursue a career in film, but then I just... Almost the same. Almost. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, like, there are some disappointing. Substanti- yeah, no, <laughs> there are some substantial differences. Uh, but then I did a theater camp and I decided that theater was what I wanted to do with my life. And the reason why is uh, I'm a very self-conscious person. I have a lot of problems with anxiety and sometimes I feel like the whole world is crumbling around me. Uh, but what I've noticed is that I get very nervous before any performance, as most people do. But as soon as I stand up on the stage, so I mean... It, I could be doing a character, I could just be doing myself, I could just be playing the bass, I play the bass. Um, but as soon as I turn, go, into stage, go on stage, all of that fear and anxiety just disappears completely. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know what it is about theater. I think that it's very freeing for me to be in the center of a room or to know that everyone is paying attention to me. Uh, not in a, oh my god, everyone's paying attention to me way more in the, oh yeah, my voice matters. And I'm in a place where I can use my voice and do with that whatever I want. And they have to take it or they have to throw tomatoes at me. Uh, which people don't do anymore that much. So yeah, for me, it's so liberating. Not, <laughs> I'm not saying it's an escape, but it is liberate, liberating. Right. I, I, it's just funny because like I'm such an extroverted person, but I always get anxious when people look at me when I perform. It's mm-hmm. not like stage fright, but it's always like they're constantly judging me. <laughs> and I like directed because I'm just behind. And I don't really have to worry about that so much, except when I come out at the bows like, hi, guys. I did this. <laughs> I directed these guys. I hope you liked it. Otherwise, it is my fault, baby. Entirely. <laughs> entirely. Um, but I was an actor mm-hmm. for like a while. I was from sixth grade to my senior year of high school. And I loved acting for a while. And the reason why I wanted to do acting for so long was because of... 
I like I simply like I like telling stories in that way. It was such a very it is a very liberating thing to step into a role that you felt you feel a really good connection to and disappear. Mm-hmm. And like my favorite thing about acting, and I love the learning acting about Stanislavski, the how the way in acting works, like how the amount of research you have to do, and I loved all of that because it was all about building a character. Like how what is what is my interpretation of like this character? What is my interpretation of Valjean from Les Mis? Mm-hmm. And I find that to be such a really very liberating and very passionate thing and i became a director mainly because i was losing passion from acting i didn't have it had the same excitement as acting as i did when i came when i went to an arts like that art high school i directed in the last five years as my first show and after that it was such like this crazy feeling because people liked it and I wasn't, exp- oh. it was my first time directing. It was this very t- technically complex musical. Mm-hmm. Almost a lot of people warned me to not do it. Uh, and I did it. And it was, I guess, a success, I would say. And so I, that's really, and the adrenaline I got from that was so powerful. And I now I'm here. Yeah. And for composing, it's like uh, the music, the way music moves me in a lot of ways, especially playing piano, it's just so liberating and mm-hmm. when i know it sounds good and i can like apply it to a musical uh that we're writing or something it's great it's yeah. a great feeling you know uh it's funny that you used to be an actor then i know a director i used to be a director uh no i'm an uh an actress that is actually because it's most likely yeah, that, the that, actor that's interesting <laughs> You know, it's a, a bit of a switch. Um, but, you know, it's the, the one thing that I found that it's always stuck to the core, re- regardless of whether I'm directing or writing or acting, is that it's always been about telling a story. Uh, the message, you know, maybe there's a message. Yeah. Maybe there isn't. Maybe it's just art for art's sake. Uh, but it's always about t- telling a story and seeing mm-hmm. how you can make that story original, even if it has been t- uh, mm-hmm. told many times before. I remember I used to have this screenwriting teacher who um, gave me the best advice I've ever gotten uh, for writing, which is every story has already been told. There's no there's no one story that has not been told. But the, the thing that makes it yours is how you choose to tell it. So any story about vengeance, it's been done before. Right. Uh, sadness, it's been done before. Anything you can mm-hmm. think of has been done before. Yeah, like it's how you interpret exactly. that. That's what's great. Like yeah. I like theater that does a statement. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'm a huge fan of political theater. It's one of my dreams to direct political theater mm-hmm. because the amount of statements you can make. One of my favorite political plays is Roe. I forgot by who, but it was a play about Roe v. Wade in the history of before, during, and after. And it was such a powerful thing to write a play about women's rights to abortion. And it did it so well. And I've seen, like, Shakespeare productions done, like, in the style of the Trump presidency, like, uh, public theaters, uh, Julius Caesar. Mm-hmm. And I, that's, the mo- me, the most powerful theater because of, like, the message you're sending. Yeah, it's, it's not just having a voice, but what, what you choose to do with that voice that makes it matter a bit more or maybe doesn't maybe we're just being pretentious i think we have to be the most pretentious people theater people the most pretentious people around you may not think that but it's true no everyone thinks that don't worry about (laughs) that (laughs) okay 
Um, uh, we can well, get more into it um, if we continue doing these yeah. episodes, which I think we are. Uh, uh, this is fun. This is really fun. And thank you for listening to our first episode. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you soon. You will hear from us soon. With that, goodbye. <laughs>